Blake and Michael present Population 536. Hey guys, and welcome to the actual first podcast. If y'all are finding this, it means you probably heard the informational one that we had up prior to actual June 1st, but uh, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We really think that we have something that you want to hear and we want to bring it to you in the best way that we can. Uh, so my name is Michael. Uh, on with me, I have Blake. All of the promotional Ooh. stuff, all of the pictures and stuff, it'll show Blake and Michael present Population 536. So we graduated high school from a very small town. There was 536 people in it, and that's where we met. And I threw a little Easter egg in the back of the actual photo on the other road sign. It says established 2011. That's actually the first time that we met. So we've kind of been shit we've been best friends since then and we have some some i guess weird stories and we have some really funny ones and we'll we'll get into some stuff that only happens in small towns like it genuinely only happens in small towns but it's gonna be something that i believe you you will want to hear uh so we're just a couple of guys that live in texas and we did all that yee yee shit growing up and yeah, that's. I just wanted to give a little backstory about what we think it's going to be, and it's going to change. And really, we just want to bring you stories. It's not going to be this huge structured podcast or anything like that. We want to give you the best of us, and hopefully it's something that you will enjoy right along with us. Because as weird as it is to hear your own voice, once you get past it, you could actually enjoy the conversations that you have, because a lot of this stuff is right off the cuff. We aren't going to do a lot of editing to this. It's going to be like you're joining in to listen to a friend of yours tell a story. Right, exactly. And it's one of those, it's like you said, it'll, I guess not change, but we're going to be talking about kind of whatever we want to on that particular day. It's probably not going to end up being about what we start talking on just because we get off track a little easily. Yeah, that's an Um, understatement, I would say. (laughs) So we might have like one or two main things we want to bring up and then it just turns into something totally different, which is fine. I mean, that's, I don't think we've ever had a Kim, I don't think we've ever had a structured conversation that like, you know, made sense. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but we never, it's It's not the ones that we enjoy the most. Yeah. It's never usually just like, Hey, you know, object a did this and we're like okay cool in the adequate yes thank yeah. you <laughs> my brain goes in every different direction it's, it's got to be the add and I, i've got to get back with my doctor and have that medicine upped because it, you know you get used to it and your brain just runs a million miles an hour so right. I, yeah one thing leads me to another and it, it couldn't even be anything pertaining to the first topic but oh, yeah. it's something something <laughs> triggers it and we're off on a whole different rabbit hole. Well, and we might not even we might not even get to the first topic some days, you know, it just depends oh, on yeah. what what uh what the initial cut cuz like we there could have, there could be something that happened earlier in the day and we're just like, "Oh, hey, you know, this is really funny. I'm going to bring this up and that's probably going to lead into a totally different story and it's just going to be a good little uh shoot the shit session, you know." Oh, absolutely. So we've both worked retail. And you see like the weirdest possible things and you get yelled at and told things that you could have never imagined. So we'll have a lot of stories going that route as well because of just how terrible things are and how they are portrayed and how retail workers are treated. 
So I've definitely got some stories that I won't go oh, into yeah. too much detail because, <laughs> you know, privacy and things like that. But right. when you get into those situations, like it's hard not to say anything about them because you just want to show everybody else, show everybody else how absurd people can be. Right. And it, and it's, I think it's just more one of those where some like in retail, there are things that happen that are so ridiculous that it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but it happened and you witnessed it and you were part of it. And you got to tell someone about it because right. when the general public are inside any kind of, uh, I, I guess, store setting like a grocery store or any kind of merchandise store or anything like that, they act like the typical and standard rules of being a human being just don't apply. Right. It, because we're only there to serve them. So it gets down right. to they feel entitled that we have to, the customer is always mentality treat them. Oh, yeah. And it's, it, and I don't, and I guess it's just a generational thing, like our generation, mainly because 90% of us are going to work retail at some point or have or are all right now, you know, don't understand how someone. I just don't, and I don't know if it was how they were raised either, because it's like, I just can't see, you know, I can see having a little bit of like a tiff if there's something, but, you know, understanding what's going on. But these older generations are so freaking entitled yeah, about just every single thing. And it's like, look, dude, just because you've been alive longer doesn't mean you have any right to be a dick about this. You know, most of the reason you're here is because of your problem you caused, you know. Right. So I work in technology. And I work customer facing, not to be too specific, but if I have another person tell me that they are, what's the, what's the exact verbiage that they use? Um, they are not uh, tech savvy. I'm going to flip a table. Oh my God. Legitimately, I'm going to flip a table because right. they make smartphones as easy as actually possible. Oh yeah. If you need to make a phone call, you push the thing that looks like a phone. Yeah. If you need to send a text, you push the thing that sends that looks like a text. It's as it's as basic and simple as that. And yeah. the other thing that I get told immediately after is I'm afraid that I'm gonna mess something up. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm gonna break it. You can't you, you can't do anything wrong. They're dummy proof. Yeah, they're I and I it's just and I feel like you have to – there's some criteria written in our genes where I think you have to be at least 35 years old to be allowed to say that. You know what I mean? Sure. Not, not even allowed. But like it's like nobody says that until they're like 35 and they're just like, oh, I just don't know about that commu computer shit. It's like John, it's you just a give calculator. Up. Yeah. Like, you know, it has four basic functions and you just – I don't get how the because – and not to get too specific into mine, I have a – a colleague of mine that I work with that, you know, he's been in the industry for a while, but he is very, and I think you'll agree with this when I, I get with the basis on it. He, he says he's not tech savvy, but I know he's choosing to not understand it. So he doesn't have to deal with it easily. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's, oh, yeah. what, and that's what I think when people come to you for their problems is they're just like, Oh, I just don't understand it. Yada, yada, yada. When in reality, they were sending, you know, three versions of Blu-ray porn to someone and they don't want to admit it and they just don't want to be the one that has to fix it because now it's their problem. You know the, what I mean? So, yeah, I totally agree with you. 
and that's not the worst of them. The worst <laughs> is when it's stuck on porn, oh and my they God. have yeah. literally no shame. <laughs> it's just frozen. <laughs> They oh have ads over ads over oh, this is a virus put in your credit card and they don't know to just close the window. Yeah. You know, do your yeah. thing. Everybody has needs. Yeah. You right. live your life yeah. no, however you no feel judgment. is yeah. the best. I have no say in the matter. Just stop bringing me phones that have porn on them. <laughs> any let's just go with any kind of technology. Don't bring it right. to me. Because right. if you've gotten to that site, you know how to close a window. Oh, yeah. Because you've closed it before, <laughs> you know. Easily. Oh, I would hope so. Because if you just leave that shit open, then you just deserve to have what happened to you. But The problem I mean... is, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> if someone brings me technology that it was stuck on there at one point, or mm -hmm. they have issues with their phone being too slow, 8 out of 10 times, there's still porn open. Right, it's it's literally probably playing in the background. <laughs> yes, people leave it. It's just in uh, one of their many windows. They just don't close it. Yeah, but, see, but it's, it, you have like people have zero shame, yeah. and the people who have the least amount of shame are the ones that will announce it as soon as you're trying to resolve the problem. Okay, right. cool. What's going on? Right. I was watching porn. Oh. Okay, yeah. so we're not okay. even going to mask this yeah. with anyone. <laughs> you right. yelled it for everyone to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I know where we are, and I'm not going to ask you any other kind of questions about yeah. your personal life because right. I'm just going to assume that it's only about porn. <laughs> right, because you your made life it, just revolves you made it around about it. that. Yeah, because shit. That well, and this. Uh, I was going to say that the the people that get stuck on the pages where it's like the pop-ups on their phone for the porn stuff, you know, that's the generation that fell for the stupid, like, oh, my uncle in Nigeria has $14 million. Just send them your routing number and social security number. That's the generation that fell for that. Like, <laughs> you know, so it just makes so much sense. Of, <laughs> speaking of, let's go off on this tangent. Okay. okay. So uh, you don't, we've talked about this lady before, but I don't think you actually know her. So there's two stories to this one. The first story I'm going to tell now, the second story I'll tell later on because it's it's absolutely hilarious. So this first story going along with the money thing. So yes. we know this older lady from the town that we graduated high school from and she got into one of those scams. Like someone was legitimately catfishing her. And she sent like I think somewhere I like 50 grand. This. Holy shit. So I, I know that seems high, but that's the first time it was, it was too much. Oh yeah. And it was like this whole elaborate story, like, Oh, I'm stuck in another country and I just need this amount of money yeah. to get out. Yeah. And like, yeah, here's all of my things. And you know, it, it seemed really legit, but finally when some people were like, Hey, like this is actually a catfish. You need yeah, to stop. Yeah. Like they're, people they're... get defensive because they've convinced themselves and the other person has put so much faith and built this value in their head that, oh, when I'm there, this is going to be what it is. This is going to be a relationship. Right. And because you've right. helped me out so much, then it kind of feels like you owe me because I helped you. It's like people get right. into this like sick rabbit hole that oh. they can't get out of and they dig it themselves. Like the other person's not doing anything except for leaving breadcrumbs and then you just right. fall into a pit. 
people and, and there's the, no way to get out unless you're drug out and it's you fight and scream the whole way out and you just don't want it to be true right exactly and and what i was gonna say and i just kind of had this epiphany as you were saying that is i feel like the people that get catfished are the same people that say nice guys finish last because they feel like they're owed something for being nice to someone you're so right and I never thought about it like that before, but as you were explaining, you know, your side of it, or not, well, not your side, but you know, it'd be your spiel on it. Right. It was like, holy shit, this is that same person. Cause they're essentially doing that. You know, they're thinking, yeah. oh, if I financially provide for this person, then they have to like, you know, reciprocate in some manner. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's like, I'll wait five years to see them. And it's then just, once I it's find so out it's not dude, healthy. <laughs> oh, it's no, so not it's, healthy. And the internet has made that a breeding ground and an opportunity. Like well, yeah. this and entire Snapchat filter where you can look like a man or a that. woman yes. is oh my crazy God. because and there are some dudes out there that look so good. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to tell. Like I'm going to be real. A little bit of homo. I'm not going to say a no little homo, bit. I'd be lying. Not a <laughs> lot, yeah. but a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause there was that guy that, it was literally a meme where they made he made a Tinder account for his Snapchat filter just to fuck with guys, which is hilarious, by the way. But it's right. also like if Snapchat can do that, you know, then who's to say that someone who actually has like a pretty savvy idea on how to modify these filters does or not that they're already, you know, like, well, I guess Photoshop is already the ultimate version of that. But, right. you know, I yeah, that's uh but these filters God. make it to where you could take that into Photoshop and make it even better. Like it's a whole nother oh, yeah. level to yeah. it yeah. because it's not it you're of... taking a picture of someone and editing. Like it's an actual person. It's yeah. with a filter on it. So it's not like you could compare it to a movie star, uh, someone popular on Instagram, someone who right. has like a social media presence where they could take them and if somebody like smart baseline. enough could be like, okay, that's a that's not a real per like right, Becky right. from Pontucket is not actually <laughs> it's not her. Like it's right. not a person. But right. these Snapchat filters are a totally different thing because you could not be any of that. And you could oh, take yeah. the filter of yourself, run it through Photoshop, make it look even better, and do multiple angles. Make it oh, look yeah. like it's legit because yeah. It is a legit you. photo. It follows yeah. you. Like, right. Uh, freaking Snapchat, man. So speaking of nice guys finish last, and this is a bad transition. And if, <laughs> if you know who this is, I apologize, but I hope you get a joke out of it. So I've got a really good friend, right? And like I was saying, we live in Texas. So we have to make long trips to do really anything in the state. So I live closer to Houston. Uh, Blake lives closer to San Antonio, but we grew up in the Metroplex. So we are kind of, I'm not really a, a Rangers fan. I've lived closer to Houston for a few years now, and really I didn't have any attachment to the Rangers. So I really like the Astros, but I had the opportunity to go to a Rangers game a couple weeks ago. It was phenomenal. The stadium's closing down. So it was like really nostalgic because I went to some growing up and things like that. But I have a buddy who can upset people better than anybody I've ever met. Like, I don't know what it is. He's a super nice guy and I work with him. And like I was saying, I work technology, I work customer facing. And for some reason, people just 
go off on him, even when he's not being rude. Like genuinely, he is such a nice guy and he's always there to help you no matter what. Like in all but seriousness. Triggering people left and but right. I have absolutely no idea how he upsets people. So I'll give you a scenario. We're sitting at the game. We're really close to third base, like very, very low in the rows. And Ooh. at that yeah. At that <laughs> level, all of the cup holders are in the back of the seat in front of you. Just because there's not anywhere else to have a cup holder, right? So because yeah, they're all like shin high, like the back of the seats are like shin high, right? Right. Because right, of right. how steep it is so that they can fit more seats in the stadium. Right, right, right. So anybody I I feel like this is common sense. I worked at a bar for a long time. Just in general, if someone is walking by you, you always pick up your drink. Oh, yeah. It it doesn't matter. Say if you're standing at a bar and somebody has to squeeze between you, you grab your drink first and let them go in front of you. Because like that connection, things happen. People hit their elbow. Let, Let it just be said that I believe it's common sense in a setting where alcohol in. is there <laughs> that you move it because for one, the beers at baseball games are anywhere between 11 and $16. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying for another one. If it gets spilled. Yeah. And I'm I sure. <laughs> right, yeah. And I sure am not going to start a fight at a baseball game because yeah, right. I have no idea what level of crazy these people are. Cause I don't know them. We're, right. we're in a total, we're in a exactly. setting where it could be literally anybody of any social status there and they're all wearing the same thing. Right. I'm not trying to throw down it really anywhere, but especially somewhere where I have no idea what the, the, I don't really want to say demographic cause that seems specific, but right. like the mentality, let's go there. The mentality yeah, of the people exactly. that are there because I'm not going to win a fight. So if, if I'm going to go up against somebody, I better be able to talk them down. I better be able to disrespect <laughs> them. And them yes. not say anything back to me because right. I'm going to get my ass whooped yeah. easily. You got to so, finish it in like one statement. Yeah, you know? I've got to be bold and upfront, and there be no questions on the back end that something is going to happen. Or right. There's just going to be there's got to be an understanding like that's going to be it. But the thing right. is, I never put myself in that situation. But right. I never I never get set up to have to be put in that situation. Does that make sense? Right. Like I'm thinking well, ahead. Right. You pick up your beer, right? People get upset yeah. about stuff. Well. The guy in front of us, he goes to stand up to let someone out. Well, he puts his hand on the back of the chair like normal people do to stand up because it's so close quarters. You'd grab onto really anything, and the back of the chair, because he was the very last seat, is the easiest one. He can pivot right. out. Right. Great. That's that's exactly what I would have done, right? Right. Well, he, he accidentally puts his hand, a couple <laughs> fingers, in my friend's beer. Little dip. Which, <laughs> little dip on the chip, right? It's yeah. it's not surprising yeah. because it's there. Like the cup holder, you just you see somebody moving, you're like, oh, let me grab that. Then there's zero problems, right? So right. he proceeds to confront the man about his beer, <laughs> right? And As he goes, does. "Hey, man, you stuck your hand in my beer." And let me give you a little backstory. This man and his wife are easily in their 70s. (laughs) This man's... I didn't know that part. (laughs) This man's like picking a... And I don't want to say he's picking a fight, 
but he is definitely confronting this man about sticking his hand in his beer and he's in his late step. Like, what do you want him to do? So the guy seriously turns around and responds. And what are you going to do about it? And at this point (laughs) I'm like, yep, this one's all you, bud. Yeah. uh, I didn't start this. I agree with the man. Yeah. You need to pick. That's your responsibility. Yeah. Your beer, your responsibility. But and then also, the wife comes in and, and yells, you wouldn't shut the fuck up the whole game. And I was like, okay, I don't agree with you there because this is a yeah. fucking baseball game. Yeah. Like, like I'm not going to stay silent. Yeah. But my thing is it's like I could see why he got a little upset because the guy – if he would have like acknowledged it and been like, oh, sorry, man, my bad, it would have been different – but the fact that he knew he did it and then just decided to say nothing is where I kind of agree with the other guy. Not so much confronting, but just being like, hey, bud, like, you did a little diddle on the drink there. He goes, you know? the guy goes, okay, and what are you yeah. going to do about it? He goes, clearly you stuck your hand in my beer, man. He goes, my fingers aren't wet. What? Like, I agreed with the first part of your argument. Yeah, but now... But I'm you're losing me. We're off yeah. the rails here. Yeah, well, and then he, his wife yeah. chimed in, yelling yeah. some nonsense. Yeah. That's Well, the funny part is how the beginning of the confrontation starts with him basically confirming that he did, in fact, put his hand in the beer, and he's wondering what he's going to do about it. And then afterwards, right. he's like, oh, but my fingers aren't wet. Yeah, what is that even like? Why is that yeah, your argument? Like, how is that relevant? Like, I know your wife's old, but goddamn, don't bring this out in public like that, you know? So, like, I I give sorry, my buddy a hard time. No, no, no. <laughs> I give my buddy a hard time because the person to my left, because we're on the end, I was the furthest in. I stood up, me, my other friend, his girlfriend, and my other buddy who started the confrontation, we all stand up. Guess who still did not pick up their beer when someone walked by? Oh, my God. So at this point, I make a point. Yeah, to be like, hey. To, to be like, <laughs> as we're standing there, as the guy's walking in front, I said, rookie mistake again. You right. didn't pick up your beer. You pick up your beer, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to let someone stick their hand yeah. in my face. <laughs> the beers that I were buying was the 22-ounce ones, which right. were $14.50 a piece. Right. No one's sticking their hand in my beer. Well, I'm, I'm not even going to let go of that beer if I paid $14 for it. You know what You're I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to drink the whole thing. And yeah, that's yeah. that's my thought, too, is yeah. I was holding on to it. I would put it down to, like, put sunflower seeds or whatever in. Right, right. But another crazy story out of that baseball game, some guy comes walking down – the stairs up to the very front of our section and he's got two bodyguards with him clearly bodyguards right right, right. and he sits all the way up front and he's got this girl with him fine we assume that he's some big it could be anyone really someone popular someone that people know got some money well his bodyguards sit behind him a couple rows because i guess they weren't able to buy tickets right next to each other whatever right, right so us being right on third base really anybody that's batting left-handed is gonna pull right towards yeah. us and smoke it straight right down the line. Yeah. smoke it right at us and he i don't remember who was up to bat they were playing the blue jays and the one of the one of the left-handed guys on the blue jays pulls a ball like we expect 
The thing is, the bodyguard's not paying any attention, and this thing rails him in the side of the head. <laughs> like, not he he could not have tried to stop it. It railed him right in the head. He wasn't paying any attention at all. Uh. And, and tell me why I've never had bodyguards, because this motherfucker took it right to the head and didn't react. Like, I want to... I want to get bodyguards just so I can talk shit to people because clearly I need to find these guys. Cause he has no, no sense of pain. He just right. put his earpiece back in and acted like nothing happened. See, and that either makes him the best bodyguard because he just took one to the dome and was like, no problem or the worst bodyguard because he didn't notice it or try to protect his client. Well, his, <laughs> his client was way ahead. Like he was multiple oh, okay. rows ahead. So there was no yeah. way. Yeah. Right. There was no and way that he was. It's not like a, it's not like a bullet, but you know what I mean? It's like right. would, any imminent danger would not have been stopped in a timely fashion. I have absolutely no idea because everybody rushed around and was like, you good. He yeah. didn't say a <laughs> word. He didn't respond to anybody. He just took one to the dome and just put his earpiece back in. God, that's a man. I, I could man, not that's imagine a, that's an animal. <laughs> right, I could not imagine taking one of the uh, uh, ball coming that yeah. fast because the pitcher's throwing like ninety ninety five miles an hour, and yeah. off that bat, it's even faster. Yeah, so like one fifty one seventy five. You know, hope, right? Hopefully, he's okay and didn't get a concussion. He acted fine the rest of the game; like it was absolutely no problem. Yeah. But it was wild. Yeah, that's you told me that, and I was like, God, because I was expecting either instantly knocked out or like obvious concussion or something. But the fact that he was like, Yeah, no, I didn't even notice it, just my earpiece fell out. Like, whoa. he didn't acknowledge anyone that went up and asked if he was okay, didn't even acknowledge like he was in total <laughs> work mode, right? He was like pain is irrelevant i am on the job <laughs> yes very very simply he's just on the job which is you said there were two of them right yeah the other the other guy i don't i couldn't see the other guy all i saw was the dude take one right to the head and <laughs> i just assumed the other the other guy didn't move either he just i, I don't right. know what what these guys are on or like what training they've had to go through the, yeah, or they've legit or just something. seen some stuff Right. I really hope, though, just in the earpieces, he got hit, put it back in, and was just like, God yeah. damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just under his breath. Like, right, he's like no, texting no, his no. buddy next to him. He's like, fuck, I think I have a brain bleed. Yeah, yeah. I feel blood in my ear. <laughs> Is God. it okay to taste metal? Yeah, yeah. I smell pennies. I sm <laughs> so speaking of, uh, so... Like, I don't know. I think I was telling you about this. There's everybody watches Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I wish that I could get into it. I've watched two and a half seasons. I just, I haven't been able to. And the more that I think about it, I think it's just because there's so much content at the beginning. There's so many names. It's right. so hard for me to keep up with, especially with my ADD at night. I'm not like looking to watch a uh, a tv show where i have to like write down Pay everything attention. so i can right. keep up with everything and it's not like it's a 30 minute episode they're like over an hour right so and i know that it's good and right? you were like 
half and half. I don't want to say forced into it, but you weren't like into it to begin with. So it, it was, was not my choice to start it. Like I agreed right. to start it, but it wasn't my idea to begin with. Right. Which I understand totally fine. Cool. But yeah. speaking of the tasting metal, there is a show on HBO called Chernobyl and it's about mm. the meltdown. It's so I've always thought that it was a meltdown of the core that happened, but the core mm. actually exploded. And it's like, it's what happened. And the guy who was running the facility, how neglectful he was during the entire thing. If you have the chance to watch it, I absolutely would watch it. This isn't a plug Uh, of any kind. Like we're not making any money clearly with this being our first episode, (laughs) but it's so good. Like you've got to watch it. I really do. It was on my queue. I think they said the first, well, both two episodes might be out by now, but I know it always looked really good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for stopping in. We really wanted this to be an informational episode, and we immediately went off topic. So hopefully this is something that y'all really enjoyed. I know for a fact I'm going to enjoy listening back to it, and there will be two other podcasts out today. So if you're listening to the first one, there will be two others. We'll have three out on June 1st, and then we'll have one out a week after that. And We would have put out as much as we can so that y'all can enjoy really what we have to offer so thank y'all so very much for stopping in we genuinely enjoy doing this and hopefully get to do this more for y'all in the future uh so for blake and michael and populism 536 thank y'all so much